I'm Robin Gallagher and welcome to Ripples. Throughout our program, a series of guest speakers will share words of wisdom from their life experience and we will offer you a series of meditations so that you can take some time just to stop and listen to that voice within, that voice of the Spirit. So come and enjoy some inspired voices and treasured stillness and allow the ripple effect to begin. Welcome back to Ripples. I am so thrilled to welcome Joe Kenny on our program today. Joe currently works in the area of mission formation and integration for Catholic education in the Diocese of Wollongong. As well as having a background in social welfare and in primary education, Joe has also worked for Catholic Mission in their national office, and this included working as part of the extended facilitation team for the Plenary Council. Joe says her greatest teachers about love have been her parents, siblings, her husband, and their three children. She has learned about love through them and through the experiences of life, both the joy-filled and the challenging moments. We warmly welcome Jo today as she explores Jesus' question, Do you love me? It is a story of love. In January 2017, I went on pilgrimage to the Holy Land and visited the site on the shores of Lake Tiberias, where Jesus appeared to some of his disciples after his resurrection, and importantly, to Peter. It is the site of the famous scripture when Jesus asks Peter, Do you love me? After listening to the scripture once again, I sat on a boulder in the shallows of the lake and thought about the challenge to love another. What does love look like every day? I remembered the conversations I'd had with my dad 13 years earlier, during the last weeks, days and hours of his life, when I told him I would look after mum for him after he passed. I reflected on what looking after mum had looked like over those years and how it was a reflection of how much I loved her. But I also wondered how I would go, standing in front of Dad, answering his question, Do you love me? The way I had looked after Mum to that point could also be seen as a reflection of how much I loved Dad, because it was Dad whom I'd comforted with the knowledge that Mum would be looked after, that she would continue to be deeply loved. Was I doing that job well enough? How would I measure up? As I sat on that boulder, I thought about Jesus asking Peter the critical question, do you love me? And I wondered what that experience would have been like for Peter. The scripture suggests Peter answered enthusiastically as though the answer was obvious and simple. But I'm sure Peter knew in his heart that his recent behaviours could rightly have left Jesus in some doubt. Jesus asks the question three times, in and of itself, I think, a loving action. And Jesus is asking it of someone who had recently abandoned him in his greatest time of need. But Jesus knows how we can behave when we are scared and feeling threatened and when we are in fear. But he knows that these moments don't define who we really are. And maybe that's why he asks the question three times, giving Peter three chances to redeem himself. 
knowing that the answer and the lived expression of love are complex and challenging. I hope so, because some days I need to be cut this kind of slack, especially by those I love the most. When I've revisited this scripture, and I've done this often, I've thought back over the way Jesus related to Peter and his message of love. And what stands out to me now in a way that hadn't before is that Jesus' prerequisite for giving Peter the job of feeding his lambs and tending and feeding his sheep is for Peter to first know what it really means to love. To love Jesus, to love another, and importantly, to know he is loved. To be prepared for this love to take him where he might not want to go at times, but perhaps where he must go to be the person Jesus will need him to be. Where he must go to feed the lambs, tend and feed the sheep. Where he must go to do his bit to continue God's mission, to share good news and to love. And maybe Jesus understood that in Peter's vulnerability, he would be better able to recognise love, appreciate it and respond from it. I returned from the Holy Land that January to find out that a family friend had suddenly passed away. A wonderful man, a man who had lived a good life. At his funeral, the priest spoke about how my friend would be able to answer the question asked of him by his creator when they met after his passing. Do you love me? During that Holy Land trip, I felt like Jesus was asking me the question directly and very personally. And then hearing it referred to at the funeral of my friend around the same time had a deeply profound impact on me. Why was this scripture and this question being asked of me in this way at this time over and over? Of course, Jesus asked this question of each of us who put our hands up to take on a Christian life in some way. But what does it really mean to love another? What does it require from us? And who is asking for our love? We answer the question, do you love me, every day, whether consciously or not, but we do answer it. We answer it in who we are, in our actions and behaviours, our attitudes and beliefs, and through our relationships. We know that many of those we are with each day are asking us, do you love me? And they ask that in a variety of ways, some difficult for us to understand and sometimes difficult to respond to positively. But it's in these difficult moments when the rubber hits the road that I must say yes if I'm being true to wanting to be like Jesus, to act like Jesus, to be part of the mission. I was being asked the question in a very particular way that related to mum and the care and love she was needing at that time of her life. When I think back, they were among the most vulnerable times of her life. A couple of years after Dad died, Mum had the first of two significant strokes that left her immediately unable to walk. She was in hospital for three months and then came to live with me for the next three months so my husband, Steve, a physio, could help her regain her ability to walk independently. There were moments during these six months when mum was extremely vulnerable and I remember looking into her eyes at times and seeing the anxiety and the pleading for help, for reassurance, the longing for things to be back to normal, the longing for dad. I remember seeing the struggle, 
and the sadness. Those moments have run through my mind as I think about this scripture. How could I not respond with love to someone I loved so deeply and who had cared for me over so many years in so many ways, been my guide, my support, my friend? And yet some days, Mum may have been right to ask the question of me because my response to her was frustrated or impatient or sad. I think that must have been what was happening for Jesus and Peter at that moment on the shores of Lake Tiberias. Jesus would have looked at Peter with a heart full of love, the same way Mum looked at me, knowing that right then, Peter needed reminding that he is a good person and he will be okay and able to cope with the challenges ahead if his response is always framed in love. This scripture is a loving example of Jesus affirming Peter. I think Jesus always knew Peter could do the job, but he had to let Peter understand that the best leaders are vulnerable and humble and worthy of love and forgiveness. This scripture and my experiences of living with, looking after, and loving mum in the years after dad died clearly signify for me the strong links between deep love and vulnerability. I don't think you can have one without the other. When Peter stood before Jesus, he must have been feeling absolute vulnerability, facing again the person he had so significantly let down, And in those moments, you only have your integrity and honesty. You are stripped away of all other things that just get in the way of what is important. For mum and me, during the months of rehabilitation after her first stroke, and the care she needed after her second stroke and for the rest of her life, there were many moments of vulnerability where we were stripped back to what was really important between us to the honesty and rawness of love, and from that place, I could do the best I could do to care for her. If I'm honest, I think I could proudly stand in front of Dad and in front of Jesus and say, yes, I loved you. And of course, that doesn't mean it was perfect and I didn't fail some days or could have done a better job of holding Mum's dignity at different moments or reassuring her. But I know that what I did was a reflection of love that I could not have done on my own, that I could not have done in the same way if I had not experienced that deep love in my life in so many ways, if I didn't know at my core that I am good and forgiven. Incredibly, Peter's just experienced the loving forgiveness of the person he perhaps loved and respected most in the world. He knew it was God's gift. And what an act of pure love it was by Jesus. Jesus didn't demand an apology from Peter. He didn't need to humiliate Peter. He just needed to connect with him through love, to restore Peter's dignity and Peter's self-worth and self-love. Jesus didn't shame Peter because shame blocks our ability to love and be vulnerable and flourish. And Jesus knew he needed Peter to be the best loving version of himself to take on the job of continuing the mission that Jesus had begun. When we hold the dignity and maintain support or restore the self-worth and love of another, we are saying, yes, Lord, I love you. Mum certainly did this for me when I wasn't my best self with her. 
So why did this scripture keep coming at me so strongly in 2016 and why has it remained? I think simply it is a question I try to hold in my heart and in my consciousness every day of my life. And how am I answering that question, do you love me, that's being asked by whomever is in front of me at any given moment of my day? And at the end of my life, how will I go when I'm standing in front of my Creator, being asked about the way I lived my life, the way I cared for other people, the way that in loving them, I showed my love for Jesus. Last year I was taken back to this scripture and by then I had lost my mum. I'd felt lost in a fog for a while and was operating on autopilot when this scripture popped up again. This time I really felt for these poor apostles who'd recently lost Jesus. In Peter's sadness, grief and uncertainty about what is ahead, Jesus reminds him he only needs to love. And I was reminded of the gift of love experienced and shared. This scripture is my favourite because it's one of the greatest expressions of love being given freely and unconditionally to another. It is the essence of life and therefore our greatest mission. And I know I just have to keep loving. Thank you for joining our program today. If you'd like to take some time now or later in the week to enjoy some treasured stillness, a meditation entitled Messages of Love is available on both Podbean and on Apple Podcast and is entitled Meditation 7. Have a lovely week and see you next time.